Welcome to the Beauties Podcast, where we talk about everything you need to know about women's sports. From the grassroots to the pros, we got it all. Today on the show, we talk about Ashley Berry's surprise retirement, a youth sports championship, and we're also adding the M. Here are your hosts, Addie and Cowie. Another beautiful day at the sports desk. We're doing it a little bit earlier this week, but I'm feeling it. I'm loving it. A lot of crazy big topics have come up this week, and I'm excited to dive into it. But how how's your day going, Cowie? My day was good. As always, you know, it is a Friday for us today, so that's always a good day for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, we're a little couple days early, but I think uh, that's what happens when life is also part of what we juggle. Absolutely. And I think there's been, well, there's two huge topics to talk about this week because there's this massive campaign that just went out Mm -hmm. at the M, which I think is a really cool, you know, topic for us to talk about as well as a big retirement announcement as well as the Mm -hmm. PHF playoffs and LPGA is back at it. So to start off, I think the add the M campaign, I think is going to be a big movement. I agree. We talked about in last episode, this like find the rest, right? This 46% that's missing on TV. Yeah. And this just felt like it kind of slides right into that of, so this is a YWCA campaign kind of spearheaded along with Christine Sinclair, who everyone knows is on the Canadian women's national soccer team and has been for God, as long as I can remember. Canadian national treasure. Yeah. Literally (laughs) will have a statue somewhere at some point if she doesn't already. And this whole concept of, um, by default, women's sports is secondary. If there is no M in front of major men's sports leagues, because they become the, they, they default the sports. Right. And everything that is women's after that is an afterthought. And we've talked about it because uh, like after listening to our last Beers with Beauties episode, like we dove into it. Mm-hmm. We were probably couple beers deep yeah. when we were talking about that, <laughs> yeah. which is great because that's the conversations that we want to have. But it, we've also even, even going back further, talked about like the over, like having the, you know, NBA mm-hmm. men's and women's division and yeah. just simplifying it to that. And it's, it's really cool to kind of see it come full circle to the point where in this um, campaign they put out, um, Go to Christine's, uh, Clinster, uh, oh my gosh, Christine Sinclair's <laughs> Instagram account to see it because it's mm. very well done. Yeah. They essentially show how easy it is to just quickly, re- not quickly rebrand, but to put an M in, in all the yes. men's major sports. And what does it truly affect for them? Oh, for them, to me, nothing. That's what I think. I think it's yeah. such a simplistic Sign of equality is what it is. Exactly. That really, it won't affect their... The MNHL, the MPGA. Yeah. The MNBA. Yeah. And, you know, and then it, it, all it does is change your next season's apparel. Yeah. Really. Like, it doesn't change any other aspect of the league. It doesn't change really anything other than that one specific thing. So I thought it was brilliant how they just literally showed you how easy it is yeah time and you know what even if you if we're going to take the spin of from a, a male sports perspective and a marketing perspective do you know how many people would buy your stuff because it stands for equality yeah oh yeah 
I'm going to totally. buy an MNHL or an M- NBA attire because that's the meaning of it. Like, mm-hmm. that's something you should buy because it's going to make a difference for the rest of our lives. Yeah. And it's cool to see that, like, well, I thought it was very well put together for sure, but it's for male athletes who have daughters. Mm-hmm. It's like a no brainer, mm-hmm. right? Because they see their life, what they've been able to have out of their life, whether they're a golfer, basketball player, hockey player, doesn't matter. They've got to grow up like like being able to have the opportunity to think, believe, understand that they can play pro athletics. That's right. And then they have a daughter. Mm-hmm. And they're the ones who are now standing up and saying, like, what are we doing here? What is happening? Why, why doesn't take- my yeah. why doesn't my girl get the same opportunities that I did? Yep. Or going back to our, you know, table talk. Yep. If you have your son on one side and your daughter on the other and you can't offer them the same, well, we have to we have to come up with more solutions. Yep. And I think that this is I think it's gonna be huge. Well, I know it's gonna be a huge campaign. It was everywhere. I love everywhere. <clears throat> Literally, you're right. It was shared on, my God, like, I feel like I saw it in one day yesterday, and I don't follow thousands of people on Instagram, but I probably saw it 40, 50 times. Yeah, it it was hot. It, it was it sh- hot. As it, as it should be. And the, the thing right. is, it's like, you hope those things have a recycle. Like, I hope it's not a one day, like, what's, what's the, that's my, always my curiosity is like, what's the next video? Yeah. Or what's the next action or what's the next tweet that can keep that conversation and that momentum going versus it being that one and done campaign that everyone shares on the day it comes out. Yeah, no, for sure. Because you're right on the, like, what is the next action, right? Like you think about how many times the women's national team were, were like, or national soccer team were like, we want to be paid equal. We're mm-hmm. bringing, we're filling stadiums, we're selling jerseys, we're doing all this stuff. Yeah. Then they took the action to actually file a lawsuit, which took six years, yeah. right? But then in the same token, it's like they knew that what they were doing, the video, the getting in front of people at press conferences and saying mm-hmm. these things wasn't enough. No, exactly. it wasn't enough. It was like, okay, what's our actual next steps? Yeah. So I agree with you. I hope it's not just video after video after video. I hope it's like meetings. Now yeah. it's like, let's, let's sit chat. down and actually put some pen to paper and some thoughts and let's have an action plan. Could you imagine being a parent and getting to the point where you go to... I don't know, our place is source for sports. Mm-hmm. And you could easily pick up a women's hockey jersey and a men's hockey jersey. They're labeled and it's like the lanes are so visibly clear for them. Do you remember the first girls shoulder pads you ever got? Oh, yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah, oh, yeah. And oh, how yeah. much of a difference that was? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm sorry. It's hard to, hard to put cardboard on a balloon. <laughs> Yeah. Like, just as a general no, no, comment, yeah, no, right? I think everybody got the visual on yeah. that one for sure. <laughs> and how impactful that is. You're right. Totally. If you could have an aisle, an equal aisle, yeah. here or here, doesn't matter which aisle you choose, the options are the same, but for you. Yeah. Whoa. What, what a novel thought that you is. You know, so... Sticks. And you know what? And how you got my head spinning on all the different you know, equipment that's available to girls now that weren't when I was growing up. Like I remember like when uh, I was coaching girls later in my career and then 
I was like, what are these pants? They're mm-hmm. like, oh, well, they fit Hips. me. Yeah. They fit They fit like me. And I'm like, what are these unbelievable things? They were adjustable. <laughs> yeah. And they made it super comfy because everyone's hips are different sizes. So yeah. I'm like, this is brilliant. I remember how hard it was to find a Jill. <laughs> like the Jills with the Velcro. Oh, yeah. Those are novelty. I, I've, when I started playing hockey, wore my baseball one. Because oh, no I did, way. there was no, yeah. No way. I feel like we're dating ourselves a little bit yeah. here right it's now. It's like but I had to still... chisel it out of stone. Yeah. That's not real. <laughs> it was purchasable, but there wasn't a lot on the shelf, but right? there wasn't, that's exactly. So it was like, they were there, but if you went there on the day that there was no medium, yeah. well, then see you buy later. the baseball one. Yeah, so it's, and you, and you do see a lot more now. There's like, um, there's that women's apparel brand that's, dedicated to women's workout yeah. apparel because that's one of the hardest things ever and and we still see it with people trying to order girls shorts girls yeah. shirts it's like <laughs> not all girls want to work out in low v-cut t-shirts i know <laughs> just kind of want like the you know normal style t-shirt well, and and that is i think something that is more specific to to women is if you play, we've played on lots of sports teams, whether it's ball or hockey or whatever else you played. And there is that vision that because you're girls, you should wear tiny little shorts and, mm-hmm. a, and you're right, a V-neck tee. Yeah. And that might suit. And it might also suit some people on some days and not on others, but we blanket it. Right. Right. And... So I think, honestly, the amount of stories that are jumping into my head now, it's just, it's a lifetime of feeling like, let's just finally have one lane where you can look on one side and feel respected, and then the other side, you feel the same amount of respect Mm -hmm. on that side. And I think that this is a very, very good first step. And it's interesting, because when this campaign um, was launched, too, the amount of times I've had this conversation with people over the last decade has been mm-hmm. insane. Mm-hmm. And then I had people texting me saying, the amount of times that I've told everybody <laughs> that this is the next step. And it and it does take people like Christine Sinclair yeah. to step up and finally say, you know. Takes be, people with a platform. But then, yeah. So I think that this is such, a, such an amazing step across. Because oh, she's not even just saying soccer. Like she's. Like no, the there was campaign. four four keys, right? Yeah. Hockey, soccer, golf, and basketball. Basketball. It's like we're getting we're getting everywhere. We could talk about the momentum of women's sports like crazy too, but we could also talk about Ashley Barty. Yeah, that you know, I I am happy for her. I'm super happy for her. She announced her retirement from golf. She's a whopping twenty five years old. Her resume and ads, you can rattle off some things from her resume, but she posted it on, kind of came out on Instagram. She did uh, an interview in a very safe space with someone that she, you know, felt safe in. And that was her message is I think she feels like she's accomplished all of the goals that she set out to accomplish in her tennis career. And now it's time to just get to be Ash Barty the person and set some new personal goals for her. I thought it was awesome. Yeah. And I think I think you and I were like the rest of the world. We're like, what? Shocked. Absolute. Yeah. And, and Until and it you was, heard it, right? When yeah. you saw the first Instagram post, it was like, holy this cow. This can't be true. And then when you heard the interview, you're like, 
Okay. Total respect. Yeah. Get it. Agreed. Because another screenshot that you sent me and then I was like, that can't be true. Mm -hmm. And then I looked it up and then got the absolute pleasure of just diving into her career and what she's been able to accomplish. And then you find out she's 25 years old. She's got money in the bank. Mm -hmm. She's accomplished incredible things. And it's like, how exciting. Mm -hmm. How exciting. How exciting for her. And like, she talked about, you know, wanting to pursue different things and and not wanting to feel like tennis is her only thing. And that it was right. It was the right time for her. Yes. And the and the wonderful lady interviewing her was like, you just feel the sense of calm. Yeah, you, you did. Know? You could see that when you watched it. If, if any of you listening haven't seen it, I would really encourage you to watch and watch the whole, I think it was six minutes. Mm-hmm. You know, we tend to see reels on Instagram and watch 30 seconds and then scroll to the next thing. Pause your day for six minutes. <laughs> um, it's worth your time because she does seem very much at peace. Yeah. She she feels like it's the right time. And and what, a, like, 25 years old. And you're right, I've got a uh, couple stats here. And, like, you just can't even believe this resume. <laughs> I know. Rattle them off. 2022 Australian Open champion, current number one, three-time Grand Slam winner, 15 career single titles. And this is the one that got me. This is Mm -hmm. the one that just, I was like, holy shit, 114 consecutive weeks at number one. Yeah, more than two years. The, The consistency of discipline that it takes to get to that. Yeah. And is keeping in mind through a pandemic. Through through a pandemic. Through all these like unknowns and uncontrollable things. Yep. Remaining the top athlete in your sport through all of those uncertainties. You you almost can't even fathom it. And there was like you know, she went through a can't remember if she played Emma Raducanu or Leila Fernandez in that U.S. Open. But when you're in games like that and then you go through a hard match of losing to somebody that's, you know, not that much younger than you, but younger than you, you're ranked number one, blah, blah, blah. And to still have that mental capacity to come back and be like, no, 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 this is me. You know, I, I, I'm, I'm totally in awe of her career and it was when she announced her retirement, I was like, holy man. Yeah. And I, then we've talked about this before on the show where you're sad for yourself as a sports fan, <laughs> but you're super happy for them because at the end of the day, they're also just as human as we are. Yeah, totally. And is looking at this as like, I've, I've dedicated the, the right amount of time for me mm-hmm. To this sport, I've accomplished what I wanted to accomplish. And what better way of, you know, waving goodbye as to winning the championship on home turf? You know, and I've, I talked about this with Ash this week too. And I think there's some lessons that other athletes could take from that and that it's okay to go out when you're on top. There's been a lot of athletes over the years, and there's no gender specific here, we can look across all sports, all genders, all leagues that, and this is my personal opinion, have stuck around for too long. Mm-hmm. And instead of going out on a high, they then struggle through it and almost exit 
in silence. I I could not agree more because you you have to know that in this decision she is surrounded by incredibly humble, mm-hmm. like really level-headed people because you could get in this situation and they could be like, "No, no, no, you're number 1. Like you have to keep going." Mm-hmm. And somebody looked at her and said like, "Is this what you want yeah. though?" Because you're right. We we know too many athletes that are one more year. One more and it, year. it exists like one more year. Yeah, it exists outside outside of sports. Excuse me, too. You mm-hmm. think about that teacher you had that should have retired five years ago. <laughs> yeah, it's like you were good, and now you're so crotchety and old. Just go. Well, yeah, it's like the same thing when you get into coaching. Yeah, well, you it know, doesn't matter where it you. It doesn't look. matter. It, it's right. the same thing. So I was um, pleasantly surprised for her in that, like she couldn't. know You're right. At home, she won the. The U.S. Open in 19, won Wimbledon in 21. Yeah. 2022 wins the Australian Open. She's been ranked number one in the world for that entire span almost. And then says, yep, I have achieved everything I set out to achieve, and I'm on to my next challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Congratulations, Ash Barty. Yep. You deserve uh, one hell of a retirement party. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if you ever find us, we'd go. Yeah. We'd probably head out there. Add it to the bucket list. <laughs> Add it to the bucket uh, list. Get to Australia. Yeah. Sounds good. I also like could listen to her interview all day because she sounds like a million bucks. She sounds so like <laughs> professional. It was, you're right. It was, she's a seasoned veteran, but she's 25. So you're like so excited for her life. And, but it's like, you know, she's been in the game for so long. She spoke so well about it. Like. Yeah. Did you see that picture on Instagram where she looks exactly the same as she does now, but she was like very, very small? No, I have to look oh, that up. I gotta find that up. But talking about us and our bucket list, yeah. How many people do you think made the trip out to Tampa to watch the Isabel Cup? My honest answer. I, I I'm just at, like I'm just I, I thinking I, about I, it. I'm just. I don't know. I I don't know. I I suspect probably not as many as they hope. I hope they have lots of local people that came. I hope that I th- like I think that what they were trying to accomplish was um tack- tackling the younger demographic in Tampa. Like even their apparel was yeah, geared towards very, you're right, very younger so. um younger kids. I think it was definitely an attempt to put it in a cool place. And oh my she gosh. So okay, cute. so for the people on podcast, Cowie's just showing me a the cutest picture of Ashley Barty <laughs> when she's younger and she's got that same face. She looks exactly the same. She's just she tiny. She looks exactly the same. She's just oh like four. <laughs> I know. You just That's hug adorable. Her. Anyway, sorry. Like, you're right. I do think the PHF was, you're 100%. They were aiming for a very specific, their marketing, their merch, their location, all of it leans in that. Like maybe it was, I mean, it's spring break for us right now. Right. I don't think it is in the U.S. because their school year ends earlier, but. Right. So. Appealing to the spring break crowd. (laughs) Spring break. That's right. That could be. Uh, I don't think that's. Drink, but I. I think that that's like a hundred percent what they were trying to do. Make sure that like the PHF, like the women that were going down there and the teams, they've got a really cool place. Almost feeling like All Star Week. Yeah, it you know had, what I mean. Like does have that vibe. The All Star Week vibe. 
Um, scores have been a little bit lopsided, lopsided in yeah. the beginning, but um, yeah, you know, we we knew that Boston was going to be a dominant force this year, like the Toronto Six, Boston Pride. Um, yeah. We knew that those teams were going to be at the top of their game, and with them, with Boston starting with Buffalo, yeah, you know, didn't think it was going to be a six bagel rip. But you knew it was going to be something where Boston was on top. Yeah, I agree. I don't think any of us thought it would be the score that it is. I also, I don't know, just leaving the post. Boston Pride absolutely dominate. <laughs> yeah, I know. the semifinals. I know, I know, I know. Mm. Domination. Yeah, and... Uh, well, we'll see, we'll see that. You know what? That shakes out on Monday as the finals, mm-hmm. which is interesting. So, come the time that this hits your ears, there will be a Isabel Cup champion, which right. we'll talk about next week. But absolutely, and and it looks like Minnesota's up on the Riveters right now. Which you know that was probably the game that I thought was going to be the most evenly matched, Agreed. right? Agreed. The Riveters um, and Minnesota. There looks like Minnesota's putting on a show today for sure, but. Um, I think it's going to be, I, I if if following and watching all season, I just can't see it being anybody other than Toronto Six. Except for you come out of that last game before they head down to the Isabel Cup and Toronto gets pumped by Connecticut. Wasn't that six rip also? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. I think you're and, right. But you know what I did appreciate? They had a lot of posts on Instagram was like, forget it even happened like yeah. m- making a meme of themselves right. first before right. everyone else got the opportunity That's to make a meme of them it's <laughs> yeah. like it's well played yeah very, very well played <laughs> very true so yeah i i totally remember that them yeah oh i think it was oh it was five and then you know tough day at the office that was their post <laughs> but then they had some other ones like this shake it off well, shake yeah, it that's off the one that I'm yeah of right they just made a meme of themselves which i think you know that's one thing that i make fun of you a lot on this but it's only because i love you yeah. um but if you can't laugh at yourself it's going to be a rough go yeah so <laughs> yeah so true very very true and so i think like I like yeah. My my bet would be Toronto Six. I think they've been too dominant all year. I think their goalie is outstanding. I agree, and I think you come off of a, a five nothing L. Yeah, and you're ready you to a rock. Fire. Yeah, you're ready to rock. So even even with that too, with the PHF in Tampa, PEI hosting yeah. U Sports Nationals That's right, right now. That's right. And just like we were talking about last week with the D one NCAA. Um, how the scores were so close and tight and all these comeback games and everything. Mm-hmm. First goal, first game, McGill um, and New Brunswick, 5-4 OT. Shootout. 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 Yeah. And it was, uh, UNB was down. I think it was 4-1 going into the third. Yeah. And like, then scored three in the third to tie it up. <clears throat> and then nothing solved in OT. And then shootout. That's hard for me. We've talked about when you should have shootouts and when you shouldn't. And when it is that magnitude at a national championship, to me, that is not solved in a shootout. Nope, I agree. I say we shrink the rank. We just got to keep shrinking. We go 4v4, 3v3. I can't stand 
the shootout thing and it's honestly one of our first episodes we talked about in soccer the shootouts we have to figure it out and then you know i get it in the regular season where you want to solve games it's entertainment value like we've seen that in the nhl right yeah um i i understand there Mm -hmm. but when you get to this magnitude i don't get it but would you say that shootouts are as entertaining as 3v3 Oh no, but that's the like, I don't you know we see less shootouts now because we have three v three OT. Yeah, yeah. Because there's just so, I mean there's just so much ice that oh it's the opportunity so to solve a game in that is so much greater. Yeah, and it's exciting. It's exciting I to see the 3v3. creativity of the three v three, and yeah. you get certain players on the ice. You start you know I I think that at, like. You're right. You get to this level. Could you imagine being McGill and one? Well, and that that was two v seven. So McGill, like you were, and they kind of crumbled. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like it's a that's a that's a big had an opportunity for an enormous upset, and they just yeah and then you go to the next quarterfinal game nipissing versus ubc nipissing takes it one bag all final ot i know like what is going on i know and that again that i mean that is actually an upset six nipissing six ubc three yeah going in and and the upset there and then today's game so that was yesterday thursday today's games had were more decisive yeah you know u of s uh, saskatchewan beating brock four zip Concordia beating PEI 7-zip. You know, we watched the start of that PEI game in this house, and we're going to have an opportunity to talk some of the to some of the girls uh, from that UPEI team here in an upcoming episode. Um, unfortunate for them, you know, I think they threw the first 30 minutes of the game, I'm going to call it, uh, had a better showing than what the scoreboard indicated. It was three nothing when when we walked down here. Yeah. Um, and then a seven nothing final. You know that's an eight versus one matchup. Yeah. But I think you're playing in front of your home crowd, and uh, I don't know when you're at a national championship. It's not over for them, right? They still go into the consolation side. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah. So they're uh, they're playing Brock next, but I think the big game. I think, well, the two big games coming up are McGill, UBC, and Saskatchewan Concordia. I huge. think that is going to be huge. Yeah, well, and you think of Concordia, like, they're coached by Julie Chu, Carol Olette, uh, Lorianne Rougeau, I think. Oh, yeah. Like, they've got some epic female hockey players just, behind their bench. Just not that Not that good old Steve Cook's not going to be able to pull it out either. Stevie Cook always finds a way. <laughs> I know, I know. Stevie Cook always so finds a way. So that'll be fun to watch. Oh yeah, no, that, that'll that be that'll be great. So and, yeah, and again, by the time you're here, this is hitting your ears, there is a national champion for U Sports that we'll talk about next week. But And we talked about this like, we always say that because we talk all the time, but like, it's March is the best month. For sports, it is. Yeah. March is yeah. the, every time we talk, we're like, "There's going to be a champion here. There's a champion here. There's there's championships and and yeah. March Madness and all this stuff that's going on. March is the biggest and yeah. best sports month, I think. You know, and it's the one time that I'm not going to rag on you sports because you can find it. They stream it through the CBC Sports app. They do stream some of it on their U Sports uh, website. Yeah. Like I watched some uh, volleyballs going on right now as well in their national championships. So I watched some volleyball today, which the women's side is being played out of uh, the University of Calgary. Mm-hmm. 
guys is here in Winnipeg, I believe. <clears throat> I'm pretty sure. Hi, Gak. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, great. There's there was swimming when I was looking in the U Sports website. Yep. There's there's the swimming national championship is on right now. Yeah. Like. It's there's a ton. It's the best month. It it's is. the best month. It's, it is. It's there's so much stuff going on. Like we on like we haven't even touched. Well, the PWHPA put an announcement out there for their next uh, showcase in Montreal. Just yeah. sticking on the same hockey thing. But um, LPGA is back at it. The NWSL March Madness. It's like there is so much ton. happening. It's yeah. awesome. So. To see, you're right, like it's way easier to find, oh, and curling. Oh, yeah, and curling. And Women's we don't want to, we don't say that in that way. Um, oh, yeah, and, no. And curling. <laughs> no. We, we've talked about it. I've been watching curling all week. So Carrie Enerson's rink is getting to play finally on home soil up in um, Prince George in the Women's World Curling Championship. Yep. Um, they've secured their spot in the playoffs in a, they had a, a win over Germany Uh, 8-5 went over Germany yesterday. They do play again today against the Czech Republic, and then we get into playoffs. So, uh, you know, that's to me, that's an interesting one, right? Because they had to play the bubble year last year. Mm -hmm. Like there, we talked about that too. They're the three-time defending um, Scotty's champion. And finally getting to play in front of a home crowd must be a wonderful, wonderful feeling for them. Oh, for sure. And they're showing it. They are like I watched the USA game, Canada US game, and they just They did dominate that. Oh, one. they dominated that yeah. game. It was so incredible to watch and uh nine three ended up being the final of that one. But the one thing I'm noticing when I was looking at their scores, because I'm the same as you, I've been watching curling nonstop this mm-hmm. week, is the scores are quite um separate like we got seven one eight one seven three like we got some big scores happening here yeah you either it seems like you either get a like you win by one or you win by seven well yeah right yeah like denmark and norway the denmark norway game was awesome denmark comes out 11 four yeah like yeah, it was I, a, I don't think it didn't feel like an 11 four game when i was watching it but the final i was like like they're big games. Yeah, and Switzerland right now is is eleven and zero. Obviously, so Scotland couldn't come because of of COVID. Yes. Um. So they were not in attendance. So everyone, you know, got a default W when they mm-hmm. had their Scotland game on the on the schedule. But you know, you come out of the Olympics. So Canada finished fifth in the Olympics. The bronze medal game was Switzerland Sweden. And right now, that's the that's the way that we're going into playoffs is Switzerland one, Sweden two, Canada three. You know, Canada did beat Sweden in mm-hmm. the round robin. Yep. Um, what's her name? Hasselberg. Has- Hasselberg. Yeah. Uh, Swedish girl. Yeah. She did not curl well against mm-hmm. Canada. No. Not to take anything away from that Canadian win, um, but I'm excited to see them get into playoffs and yeah. and hopefully that rank Carrie Anderson rank can lock up uh, a world championship. Yeah, I think they're flying high right now. I, I, I completely agree with you. Switzerland is on oh, it. So oh, they're dominant. so good. They're so dominant. <laughs> so good. Eleven and zero right now. Like, like so good. Yeah. But I think they're Canada, and I think that you're right home turf yeah could like and just to go back to what you're saying about scotland like 
like, oh, COVID, go away. Yeah. Please. <laughs> it, because could you imagine you finally get an opportunity to do this, go here, no. participate, and then you get the call that you've got? No. Like, like you know, I it, can't. it breaks my heart I because I, I wouldn't have taken them out of the top six yeah yeah top six like they yeah it's it is so it's just so unfortunate you know we talked about that with the upei coach we we don't know for sure but if he's not on the bench and and the announcers are saying you know wishing you well in today's day and age (laughs) unfortunately Mm -hmm. for us that's the first assumption yeah um and same thing you know there are pros of that i like turkey got an invite because scotland couldn't come i believe mm-hmm. i think it was turkey i think so um they haven't done well but you you got to start somewhere totally it's and like it's an opportunity to see the best players in the world and learn as you go yep so absolutely cool. and and same thing you just skipped back to the the ubc or um upei coach mm-hmm. right you get an opportunity to host nationals I know. Your team has a great season. After, let's remember that nationals were canceled when everyone was in PEI two years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know. And then, and then it finally comes back and and you're and you're not able to stand behind. And you're the, the bench. head coach of the host team. You yeah. can't go to any of the events. You yeah. can't be on the bench. Oh, yeah. that's a big. That's a that's a big deal. It's a huge deal. So huge deal. So we are wishing him best, the best, though. We Absolutely, we are. Well. Yeah, there's yeah. no question about that. And no. So that's going to be uh, really exciting to see how the champion. Because I would say the women's U uh, Sport Championship right now. I don't think there is a secure lock. Like I don't think that there's a team that you're like that's the team that's winning it this year. They've been dominant all year long. Like I don't. Th- I don't think there is that. No, and we'll I'll be really interested to see U of S because their goalie stood on their head. Yeah. To get them there. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I don't know. It'll be fun. It's gonna be come Tuesday. Come yeah. Tuesday we'll know. So you guys should all know if you haven't already invested in looking up who actually won the U Sports National Championship for hockey, do that. Because yeah. uh we'll talk about it next week. Absolutely. And we're heading tonight. We have four March Madness games going on. Oh, we need to, before we get to that, we need to talk about the fact that your 9-1 versus 1 Gonzaga versus oh Louisville game God. went my way. I thought we were going to forget about it. <laughs> well, we're going to forget Cowie. about JoJo, so it's fine. Oh, my God. So, Cowie is once again chirping me for my paper bracket that my dog chewed up. <laughs> I'm sorry, but this sounds like a bad homework joke, yep. but she wasn't even going to tell me when she got here. I, I we talked for 45 minutes and then she sheepishly said, and Jojo ate my bracket. He destroyed it. So I uh, lost all my notes. And but did that make you have a non-perfect, uh, remember you had a perfect section of your bracket? Oh, um, nope, my... I think my Spokane, Stanford, Maryland, Ohio, Texas. Perfect. Yep, that's who I have. So that oh, those are, hey. I, I'd say Stanford for the uh, Elite Eight. I say Stanford's taking it, and they're going to be playing Texas. Stanford, Texas, out of the Spokane division. Okay. That's where I have it. But, yeah, no, Cowie, you, Louisville, Gonzaga, 
68-59. You got me. <laughs> you got me. So they're off to play Tennessee. Um, yeah. Tennessee took Belmont. Whoa. 70 to 64 or 70 to 67. So tight games. Holy. Um, UConn. But like even so I saw was obviously there's so much content on March Madness and yeah. what's going on or whatever. Yeah. Paige Beckers. Mm-hmm. Like everybody obviously knows who Paige Beckers is. Yeah. Um, if you don't, what rock are you under? You legit. Per post or per anything that she puts out into the world. Sure. She's making some bank. Yeah, that's what you're saying. 61K? Yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be... I'd toss a couple posts out there. As she should. <laughs> and this this all that's, goes back to... Yep. We've talked about it on past episodes. The NIL ruling um, is what allows her to make money as an NCAA athlete. So, heck yeah. Nice to see. Yeah, absolutely. So, the games that are happening today... Are, and I'm just excited about this. 7 o'clock tonight, South Carolina versus North Carolina. How pumped <laughs> do you think that arena is? Oh, that yeah. stadium is jacked. probably, oh my God, half red, half blue. Like just so <laughs> intense. Yep. And I love those kind of rivalries. I oh, love them. There's nothing that beats a good rivalry Nothing. To me. There is almost nothing. That beats that. It's a big day because I think a lot of people realize like every, a lot of people have South Carolina winning it. A lot of people do. Do you? Yeah. And you're on the wagon. Hard. All right. Hard. Okay. And so I think it's going to be South Carolina, but Iowa State takes down Georgia, right? Mm -hmm. And Creighton has, Mm -hmm. is, um, is the team that took down Iowa. Mm-hmm. I, I'm thinking that this Iowa State Creighton game, if Creighton can get past Iowa State, that the momentum that they have, they're, they're, they would be the underdog story of this March Madness. Yeah, there was just an underdog story that uh, came through, but this is on the men's side. Like this is the oh no, maybe this is the women's side. No, it's the men's side. We've got 15 seeds beating. Like nothing is as out of question when it comes to March Madness. Well, the South uh, South Dakota Michigan, right? That's the South Dakota taking Baylor. That was the you know like what? That was huge too. There was some. I love some of these stats that are floating around. So the 2022 NCAA Women's March Madness tournament set an all-time attendance record with 216,890 fans attending the opening weekend. <laughs> viewership of the Women's March Madness tournament's first two rounds increased by 15 percent, while female viewership increased by 21 percent. So we're wow. just going to say it again here: when you put women's sports on TV, people watch it. Yeah. Yep, and it's proven time and time, time, and time again. again. Doesn't matter where you look. Time and time again, and the two most marketable they did like a per player marketable athletes or whatever. Yeah. Top two were women, and like that's what you're saying. You know, it's and you know this goes back to like it's not about men versus women, but it when you have stats like that and you see how, how invested people how do you deny it yeah. how do you deny that it should not it should not be 50-50 how can you sit there and say you know i yeah. don't we have men's on more yeah. like it doesn't make any sense to me I agree. and it's starting to get a little bit like silly 
I agree. You know? I agree. So I love when people post stuff like that because it's kind of like, okay, yeah. like, let's go. Yeah. Let's figure this out now. Agreed. Um, because, oh my God, I would do anything to be at a North Carolina, South Carolina game. <laughs> anything i know get in the, the truck bu- the bucket list is long oh yeah you got a truck your rental truck. that's right yeah. a little car oh. issue today oh my little well i mean yeah you guys almost turned into the flintstones there <laughs> <laughs> you'd have made her get a lego you'd have made her yeah oh yeah so the uh, four huge games tonight then it goes to the 26th then it goes to the wichita uh, bridgeport brackets for yeah. their four games heading into the elite eight um i would say if creighton gets past iowa state that is whoa that's yeah, look a, out. i you're cannot bet, wait you're betting on creighton i would say tonight then they're back-to-back games, right? Like South Carolina, North Carolina at 7 p.m. And then 9.30 is Iowa State Creighton. Like, what a night. What a night yeah, for, for basketball, basketball, right? For sure. And then it's the flip on the other side where you got Ohio State, Texas, and Stanford, Maryland. So same kind of thing when you guys hear this episode. The, we will know. We will know who is mm-hmm. heading into Elite Eight. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's so exciting. It is exciting. So exciting. It is. So much stuff. And the LPGA, Nana. I know. Our girl, Nana. <laughs> Man. She's on a tear. Could you imagine back to back? Well, they kind of all so far this year have gone on that kind of route. We started with Danielle Kang, mm-hmm. and now we're seeing Nana. And it's, I, in meaning that's just mo- the nature of momentum, for one. Right. Yeah. I and hope I mean, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Back Second round, her. she's at eleven under already, and then we've got Jin Young Ko and Lydia Ko tied for third at eight under. So, you and know, we she's no, you can't count out Jin Young Ko ever, <laughs> ever. We've talked about that. <laughs> she's in the top six heading into third round. Can, you best be watching yeah, Jin Young Ko. I can Ko. hear myself saying birdie, yeah, birdie. <laughs> Birdie, birdie. She birdied five. <laughs> Anyways, that's a reference to an older episode. Yeah, get eyes getting wider <laughs> yeah, and wider. As I was she's falling just... asleep and watching. Oh my God, she's going to do it. But so. this is, I'd say, this is the first tournament this year, the JTBC uh, Classic in Carlsbad. Yeah. Love to know where Carl's that, good. Carl's good. <laughs> Why is Carl bad? Come on. <laughs> um, that uh, Danielle Kang and Brookie Henderson. Yeah. You don't see him kicking I around. Know. So this, I think if Nana can go back to back, that would be, that would be pretty impressive. Pretty and awesome. she looks very strong. 11 under in your second round. Yeah. That's pretty, Huge. pretty Huge. strong there. What a, what a week. What a week. And still challenge cup. Yeah, there's like, lots on. There's it's like soccer's every night. Yeah, I'm like every because I get notifications on my phone of every time a soccer game's on. I'm like, whoa! There, every night, every night, yeah. it's awesome. It was funny. I screenshot something to someone on my phone, and it was this like I've got this uh, app on my phone that gives you quotes throughout the day. Just a nice little pick you up of a reminder. Oh, nice. And so I screenshotted it, and then that's the text I got back. It was like, what is all this shit on your phone? Because <laughs> it is. It was like bracket, bracket, ESPN, TSN, Sportsnet. Uh, someone drove by our house, our alarm thing. And then <laughs> whatever. And I was, I was like, well, that's not, like, forget the rest. It was the nice quote. Like, it's a beautiful focus quote. on the quote. Yeah, not all that. Well, but you're right. I get my phone blows up all day of, like, right here. 
Oh yeah. It doesn't there matter is. what what time it is. I got sports coming oh, yeah. through. And I love it cuz I think I had to tell everybody that I got a Paramount Plus account that I can't use because yeah. I realize that I am Canadian. Yeah. So everything on Twitch, so it's perfect because you just subscribe to Twitch and then every single time it's a game on, it's like perfect. So and so is live on yep. Twitch, yeah. Absolutely. I have a, I do have one thing that I saw on Instagram um, just now as I was uh, scrolling to find that Ash Barty thing. Mm-hmm. Have you seen this on Instagram? Is there more window or more doors or wheels in the world? No. What oh. is this? It's been going around on Instagram, so I'm going to ask you that. Are you team doors or team wheels? Is there wow. more doors or wheels in the world? You know what? I I just, I literally just went through like three different scenarios in my head because I got right serious about this question. Um, because if you think about it, every house, yeah. if you have two cars, that's eight wheels, two doors, front door and a back door, really. Four doors if you drive a four-door car. Plus your trunk and your hood. Oh, that's included. We're not even just talking house doors. We're talking all doors. Well, I think. Oh, because then I, then I got into the apartment blocks. Because then if you have apartment blocks and then you've door, got... Door, door, then door, Then you get door. hotels. Yeah. But then if you have semis and you got Yeah, but then wheelers, you think about kitchen. Like, look around us. I can see f- three doors right now. But your kitchen, every cupboard is a door. Who? What? What person put this question on? Instagram? I don't know. What human but there's being? There's a lot of people who instantly say team wheels because they say four to one, right? Well, yeah. A car has four doors or four wheels, but it's like, and even a semi, if you think about that, a semi might have anywhere like 18, 20 wheels and it's got two doors in the front and then two doors in the back. Yeah. Sometimes they'll have a side thing. But this is a sick human who did this right? question. So anyways, I'm team doors. Are uh, you? I think I'm team doors. I, I think. Mean, I'm saying my gut is saying wheels. I'm team wheels because I think about um, all the different trucks. Like if you say if you own a courier company, if you own a trucking company, yeah, you, you alone, even if you have one building that is your business yeah. and you have all those trucks. Yeah, but every Save desk in that office building has one, two, three, four, five, oh, six, God. seven doors. So you're not. So just to clarify, everybody, she just pointed to drawers. So if That's we're talking, a door. is that a door though? or Is that a drawer? Well. What's the what's the what's the classification the of a door? Because that's a that's a cabinet. That's a door. That's a the that's door a cabinet. Is, a door is something that closes to leave the rest okay. of the contents I would inside. give you cabinet. I don't know if I'd give you drawer. I still think cabinet or not. Cabinet because but then even if you if one person um is in charge of 20 trucks, then that's one door, one cabinet and then for however many wheels that would be. I'm team wheels. Uh-uh, I'm team because wheels. you think of and then you think about a sleeper in the back of a truck. They've what? got doors. What did you what? <laughs> I'm team what doors. What did you think of what made you think of this first and foremost? <laughs> because I was scrolling yeah. through Instagram when we were talking about Ash Barty and I was like, Oh yeah, I saw that post on here and it was the TSN team. Like it was like Jen Botterill and Kevin Bieksa and someone posted it as they were walking in and it was like are more doors or more wheels in the world. Sick. And half of them were like wheels, half of them were doors. And then I was like, What am I? Sick so I human. think I'm I think I'm team doors. I think I'm I'm gonna think all night on this. Thank you for taking away all my sleep tonight i'm gonna be counting like (laughs) because you think about as a family so ashley and i live in this house we own two cars both are four doors 
but hers has a hood and a trunk. Mine's got a, a tailgate and a hood. So that's a six to four door to wheel ratio. Yeah. But, but then, the- and then we own each own a bike. That's two do- two wheels. And we own a quad. That's four wheels. We own two trailers. So those have two wheels. But then look around the house. So just as us contributing as one family, we definitely have more doors than wheels. Anyways, food for thought. Wow. As we a will, random sidebar. Yeah. <laughs> so like, everybody, are you serious? Yeah. Are you still talking about this? <laughs> yes, we are. And now you are all I thinking was gonna about say, it as well. I hope that everyone uh, finds us on Instagram at Beauty Sports Talk. And when we post for this week's episode and you listen to it, you come back and tell us, are you team wheels or team doors? Call in. Call yeah. in with your explanation <laughs> because we Go. need because we we need to have a conversation about this because as of right now I am team wheels Cowie is team doors and we need teammates yeah so that is a perfect way to end the show <laughs> that is incredible I um I'm gonna ask you for your final words but I'm sure you're gonna talk about doors so Cowie <laughs> what is uh final words you know what adds again even on a friday instead of a sunday it is one of my favorite parts of the week for those of you who have come back to listen to us again thank you so much this is our our uh you know unselfish plug uh, find us on instagram twitter at beauty sports talk on tiktok oh instagram and tiktok at beauty sports talk on twitter at underscore beauty sports we have a voicemail speakpipe.com slash beauty sports leave us a rate review but Thanks for coming back. I love you, bud. I love you too. And thank you all. And we'll see you next week.